Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Before we start, if you or the people you're listening with will be offended by f sh and well, it's probably best you turn this podcast off right now. Hello, I'm Kathy Burke, and welcome to this dark corner of the podcast sphere, where the bus always misses your stop and the trains all terminate at the wrong station. It's a place of eternal confusion. Whoa, what was that? Something walks right by me then. I almost couldn't see what it was. What was it? Oh, wait a second. There's only one thing that moves that quickly in this world of the dead, and that's Liz Truss's career. <laughs> so, welcome to... Where there's a will, there's a wake. As we hear the racket of buckets being kicked across the globe, it's time to welcome our guests to this rotten realm. Now, some podcasts ask their guests for anecdotes of their youth or they dive into current affairs, but not on this show. No, on this show, we ask our guests to plan their dream funeral because, I hate to say it, it's going to happen. So why not prepare for it now? And joining me today to tell us all about their fantasy funeral is the gorgeous... Joe <laughs> Wow! Hello. That's fun. You never had a choir sing your name before? No, I've not had a choir sing. It's unusual to start with a jingle on a podcast. Oh, I is say. it? Yeah, I don't think it's ever happened to me before. Oh, right. Amazing. So I, I, I don't really listen to them. No, you're right no. not to. <laughs> They're all shit. Not one of them's good. Uh, so what have you been up to, Joe? What have I been up to? Well, I'm currently, uh, well, we're speaking on uh, Tuesday, 15th of November. And a couple of days ago, I, um, let's go with blackmailed. Yes. Uh, a national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> another one. Another, another national treasure that I blackmailed. Uh, a project that I've been building up to and working on for ages, which is um, the Qatari World Cup. I've put, I've laid down a gauntlet of um, if David Beckham doesn't retract his status as Qatari ambassador, I will destroy £10,000 <gasps> in a shredder. But obviously, I don't know when this is probably going out just before Christmas. So, Well, I think by the time this goes out... Ten grand would have been shredded, yeah. Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the way I see this going. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I was a little bit cynical about his old queuing for the Queen. Were you? I was a little bit. Mm. I, I did think because we knew that he was going to be doing this thing with Qatar and, yeah. and that that would cause a few people to dislike him. Yeah. And uh, he wants to be loved. He does want to be loved. Did you think she was in the coffin, by the way? No. Mm. I don't think she could have been, could no. she? My friend Matt said that he thought that that coffin was full of Prince Andrew's old laptops. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's fabulous. Isn't that great? <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> oh, I wish I had that image yeah. while it was all going on, actually. Yeah, well, people are like nodding to it like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't think she was in there either. Mm. Yeah. Because it would have stunk. Yeah. Well, talking of dying, mm. I suppose we better get on with this, eh? Yeah, we'll get my death. In. Do you want to take me out? Yeah. Are you comfortable, Joe? Not really. That's all right. We don't care. Yeah. Now, Joseph, I've got some bad news. Mm. Today, you are a day closer to death than you were yesterday. Prove it. So- sobering stuff. But don't worry. You're one day further than you will be tomorrow. Mm. I-, I don't understand that. Jemima the Goddess wrote it. No, it makes total sense. Oh, does it? Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. Oh, that shows well, I'm, I'm stupid. I'm just the puppet. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've got three sections. Yeah. Firstly, we'll discuss your untimely passing in yeah. the death. Mm. Then it's off to the funeral. And lastly, we'll chat about the will and the wake. The death. <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Great. So let's flash forward in this fantasy world. Mm. It's the day of your death. So tell me, Joe, how did it happen? I, I've I've thought about this a lot, and I, I I would prefer not, if that's all right. What, prefer not to die? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I do think that's a preference for most humans. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't, I won't mind being dead because I love being asleep and I love a lie down. So yes. I might, it's just the getting there bit that I don't want to bother well, with. Well, the joy of this show is you <laughs> can um, absolutely say how it will happen. So it would be something that you would hopefully quite enjoy. Mm. Well, maybe it's the sort of Soprano style. Have you seen the Sopranos? Yes. You know, at the end, the sort of, not to spoil it for everyone, but, yeah. <laughs> but basically the end isn't, you don't really know what's happened, essentially. Mm. So from behind, quick, blunt instrument, yes, bullet, something like that uh-huh. would be great. But on the flip side, this is why I couldn't decide, I would also like that kind of long, drawn-out thing where everyone tells you how amazing they think you are while you're still alive. Oh, really? And like you want to see people cry and be upset oh, that do you're you? going, yeah, I want yeah. to see like real grief yeah, at, yeah. on people's faces and like the sort of um, despair at the idea of living without me would be great. And with this long, drawn-out death, um, is there any pain involved? No, 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 no. Oh, I see. No, so no, no. drugs, yeah? Uh, well, like just sort of a, a kind of terminal illness that it, it won't slow me down particularly. Maybe bed bound, but not. Right. I'd still like to go to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> so. Be wheeled to the pub in your bed. Yeah, something like that. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Although, see, this is the thing about mm. being like bed bound mm. is I love a fart. Yeah. And I don't like, I don't want people nearby for that. Okay, why why not? It's a good, good laugh, isn't it? Farting. Yeah. I remember watching, it's one of the um, the key memories I have of of anything and of you. Oh, yeah. And it's you and you're on Dawn French's um, Women Who Do Comedy. Oh, and you're God. talking about the, the thing that you find the funniest is farting. And I remember feeling validated by that because I agree. Yes. And we just filmed a travel man, actually, where I was with Alan Davies. We were in Trieste. Mm. And uh, we watched some dressage. And a horse, We, you know, I'd written jokes for it. We were both saying funny things as we went through. And a horse stood on its back legs and it farted and <laughs> it's the funniest thing I think I'll ever see it was so funny and was it captured on film captured on film Will we get and to enjoy sound it? you'll get to enjoy it at some point on telly it's so funny but for that reason I feel like um, 
I don't want people to be around. I just like getting them out. They come out like sort of shotgun firing. You know, it's like, oosh. Like just being bedbound and having to... I've really dwelled on the fart thing, haven't I? Yeah, yeah. But it's good. You know, there's something for everybody for our listeners with this podcast. So, you know, the fart fans will be really happy with this episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll save that story for Graham Norton's red chair. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, um, I'm going to go with bullet to the back of the head. Okay. Uh, Maybe after a couple of days where I've been in the house and I've done a spring clean. Lovely. And do you want this to happen in the house or like the Tony Soprano? Do you want to be in a nice Italian restaurant? Mm. Oh, yes, the drama of being in a restaurant. Yes. Mm, having a nice bit of tagliati or something. Because <laughs> my brain's spread all over tagliati. Um, maybe, yeah. Mm. I mean, my favourite place that I've sort of created for myself in the last few years is my hammock. I got a hammock that I oh. put underneath... Um, a pergola in my garden. Oh, very nice. There may be someone, but they'd have to. They'd have to get underneath. They'd have to get, and if you're swinging, might yeah. not be a direct hit. Yeah, you know, somebody underneath. I can imagine if I'm underneath that hammock, yeah, swinging with the gun. Yeah, you know, I'd love it to be you that, that did it. Well, I, 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 I'd like to oblige. Yeah, great. Yeah, I've got no problem with that. And I love like a a pottering day where you get all that stuff done you sort of send off oh. the letters that you need to do and yes. you sort of clear the emails all of that oh, I'd like a lovely. day like that mm. and then maybe I've opened a sort of crisp bottle of Gavi de Gavi yeah. and I've just taken maybe the first I've had like the first glass out of it yeah. and I've just poured myself another glass and I just lie back in the hammock and Maybe there's a bit of, I don't know, some sort of soft jazz playing. Oh, nice. Maybe some twink is wanking me off. Lovely. And, um, <laughs> with his gob. And <laughs> and uh, and then Kathy Burke shoots me in the back of the head. That's it. That's it. That's what a way plan. to go. That, what a way to go. There we go. Yeah. So you touched upon earlier mm. that you would like everybody crying. Mm. I mean, and what do you think the response would be if, if National Treasure, the fighter for the people, mm. Joe Lysette, did peg him? I wouldn't like to be being pegged while I go. So. Oh, oh, yes, pegging. What does that mean? That's something when rude someone, in, when in the old homosexual a, world. Well, actually, it's a more of a heterosexual oh, activity. Oh, is it? Dirty it's when. Bastard. Dirty bastards, bloody breeders. Uh, it's when normally when uh, a, a penis-free individual uh, puts a strap on on. Oh, of course. Oh. And shoves it right up you. And there's nothing wrong with it. I, you know, everyone's consenting. Go for it. But I, I personally would not like to be being pegged when I die. No. Okay. Well, let me put it a more delicate way. Mm. When you snuff it. Yeah. How much of an outpouring do you want of sadness? Do you want Lady Di outpouring or do you want divisive, couldn't really give a shit, Thatcher-like outpouring? Mm. What's going on in your head? I definitely don't want the Thatcher Mm. reputation, please. Mm. I mean, I've mentioned being right-wing in the past and didn't realise I'd got to (laughs) Thatcher levels. Um... I uh yeah, closer to Diana I'd say. I'd like I'd like a period of mourning. Would you? Yeah. I'd like people to be in shock. Yes. You know. A bullet to the back of the head while he yeah. was in a hammock being sucked off by a twink. Yeah. That poor man. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like you know, when Susanna Reid announces it on ITV Good oh, Morning yeah. Britain, I'd yes. like her to sort of get choked up. 
Oh, she's yeah, doing nice. it, you know, I'd like that to be like newscasters be like appalled by it. Yes. Um, and, and yeah, maybe some sort of uh, clearing of programming. I thought the way people re- responded to David Bowie's death was really nice. Yes. That, that, sort of that level of grief. Yeah. I think would be nice. I, I, I think that's more than you deserve, actually. Yeah, you know. big time. Um, but, big time. <laughs> but yeah. That's what I want. Um, see, he's one of those, isn't he, Bowie? Mm. That we were all, we were all so saddened by that. Yeah. Did you ever meet him? I, oh, no, I never met him. I walked past him once. I was just a little bit, I get very um, shy around famous people. Mm. Fa- I do. Yeah, and it's funny. I yeah. get, there's only certain, there's certain people I just can't talk to. Yeah. Or sometimes I just blank, like rudely. Yeah. Like, ru- I think... They think I've blanked them yeah. and I'm rude when actually I've just been sort of frozen back into a childhood. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. This is madness that I'm in front of this person. Yes, yeah. It's nice to know you get it as well. It feels like a responsibility, doesn't it? You kind of, anytime I meet someone famous, sort of have to click into a... Um, uh, kind of pretend mode where I'm going. Well, this is they're just just a totally normal exchange here. It's just very reasonable to be speaking to Kathy Burke or whatever. I, I, and then it's afterwards when I kind of then go, "That's mad that, that that's happened." Yes, yes. I have to sort of remind myself. That Whereas I think it's mad that you mentioned me as a supposed famous person. Yeah. Um, because also one never thinks of oneself like that. No. You know, no. so... What do you think of yourself as? Just some fucking chancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got away with murder yeah, for yeah. 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The laziest girl in town. Do what the fuck I want. <laughs> Why doesn't she do more movies? Because I don't want her. Yeah. <laughs> Why doesn't she do more sitcoms? Because I don't want her. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I feel very lucky. Just, yeah, yeah. just some cheeky yeah. fucking cow. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> so, lovely Joe. Do you believe in reincarnation? Animal, vegetable or mineral. <laughs> That's so cute. It's very sweet. I didn't realise you could come back as a mineral. Well, I, you know, this is a fantasy. So you can sort of come back as what you want, really. A mineral? Who picks mineral? James Acaster picked mineral. He's very, very good. He's very intelligent about it. Uh, I um, discovered, this is a friend of mine that works in natural history programmes. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what sort of baboon it is, but there's a type of baboon that greets the male of the species with what's known as diddling. Okay. What What's your guess at what diddling is? Well, if it's from the lovely baboon, who have got rather beautiful jutty-out bottoms... Mm, yes, they do, yeah, yeah. I was wondering, is diddling to do with fingering their arsehole? <laughs> the way you said that was very coquettish. Is it to do, perchance, I don't wish to impose, but is it to do with fingering the arsehole? Uh, no, it's not to do with fingering the arsehole, but you're in sort of in the right region. Okay. They go up to the... Uh, this is literally how they greet each other. Yeah. And it'll be a quick greeting. It's like shaking of a hand. Uh-huh. They just go and they just tickle the cock and bollies and they, and they, they do like a kind of... Um, stick their tongue out kind of thing like that. Oh, nice. And that's diddling. And I just think that would be great. 
I'd love yeah. to greet friends like that. Yeah. Ah, and the kids. <laughs> love that. So probably that baboon, whichever one it is that does diddling. Well, then we should make sure that that's Thank what you. you come back as. as a, and not in a zoo, like, you know. No. Out in the rainforest. No, absolutely, like where it's beautiful. Yeah. Hey, the baboon could have a hammock. Mm. I mean, it, oh, it's all, life's yeah. a big circle, and it? It's a big yeah. fucking circle, Joe. Or Harry Styles. You'd like to come back as Harry Styles, just yeah? Wanna, I'd just like to see what that's like. Just experience that, what, the adulation or just being that cool and yeah, good looking? Yeah, all of that. Yeah, yeah, I'd love and that. he's a bit too fucking good looking, isn't I he? I know. And he's a bit too cool. I mean, yeah. he's, he's, he's just getting everything right, he isn't is, he? isn't he, yeah. Little arsehole. A little dickhead. I'll smash his fucking face. I'd in. smash more than his face, darling. And now we're going to get all the Harry Styles tweeters going, how dare you? Yeah. So you're going to do that to Harry? Yeah. Harry, oh, would, Harry. Harry would love to be slapped by me and Joe. Yeah, he would He'd love, love that. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that's another whole podcast, I would say, just you and I. Yeah, it's slap- another whole fantasy, isn't it? Slapping Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> Diddling Harry Styles. Diddling Harry Styles. Well, there you go. Yeah. In now, a coffin-themed studio. I'm getting a little bit worried. This We sound like a couple of people from the 70s here, Joe. We better we better watch ourselves. Well, Otherwise we'll speak get, to yourself, then. We'll get banged up. Yeah. We'll get banged up. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break. Goddess Charlie, are you feeling all right? No, Cathy, I feel awful. I'm riddled with virus. Oh, well, get out of this booth. I'm already full of lurgy. I don't want to get another one. Oh, no, not like that. I'm fit as a fiddle, fresh as a daisy, strong as an ox. I get it, Goddess. What's up, then? I'm exposed. I'm vulnerable, Cathy. My computer's been hacked. Oh, Goddess, what were you thinking? Didn't your parents teach you about protection? I know, I know. But I've done my research and there is help out there. Have you heard of NordVPN? They're the Batman, the Luther of cybercrime. Ooh, that does sound attractive. But I'm not one of those tech-savvy types. I bet it's the right faff to get it set up. No, it's just one click on the NordVPN app and you're protected. Your computer condom is on. Hurrah! Exactly. Their threat protection feature shields your devices from viruses, malicious malware and phishing sites. Also, one NordVPN account can be used on up to six devices. Plus, you can get access to streaming services in other regions. Lovely. I bet that costs a pretty penny. Note all that for the price of a cup of coffee per month. Blimey. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash where there's a will. Our link will also give you four extra months plus a bonus gift. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. And you'll help support our podcast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The <laughs> So everyone's there. The big day's arrived. Everyone's mm. there except you, because you are at the pearly gates. Well, I'm now a baboon. 
So who's greeted you at the pearly gates before you oh, become the baboon? Oh, I see. Gosh, it's complicated, isn't it? Is it is a little bit. So who greets you at the pearly gates? I'd love to see my grandparents again. Oh, tell me about them. My dad's mum and dad, Evan Doug, um, were just like the stereotypical grandparents who were just lovely yeah. and, you know, always gave me a fiver when I went round and just loved me regardless. And yeah. they died, my nan died probably... Uh, about 10 more than 10 years ago I'd say and granddad wasn't it was about 3 or 4 years after her mm. and I'd love them I'd love to sh- sort of show them everything I've been up to and just ah you know they get, are, get are their, they they'd just chuffed. they'd just be so proud and mm. they'd just be full of beans and it would be lovely and just sit and have a glass of wine with them and yeah so uh, I'd love that and then my we did, we called her curly my mum's mum cuz she was um she had curly hair that was it right nice and um and she was, I, I got letters, I found all these old letters that she would write to me at university and, um, yeah, that she was full of love and pride as well. So uh, I'd like to see them. However, I've just been shot in the back of the head mm. by Cathy Burt whilst being sucked off by a twink in a hammock. So nice. I've probably got at least a semi on and my pants around my ankles. Yes. So I'm not sure straight away. I'd like to see them. Well, you can clear yourself up a bit. We'll, we'll you know, we'll make room um, uh, for you to... Like a little breakout space. Yeah, a little sort, sort yourself out. You need yeah, to sort yeah. yourself out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I imagine if I'm like midway through, I'd sort of want to you know, finish myself off before I get, you know... Yeah, or we could just put a quick shot of Thatcher in front of you and that get rid of it Yeah, really quick. <laughs> a quick shot of Thatcher. I don't know, it might have the opposite effect. Hmm. Uh, I do like quite stern women, so Pr- Pretty Patel, there's a few. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, so yeah well lovely grandparents my grandparents are there and the pearly gates I'd love to see my friend David again Mm. Uh, he died a couple of years ago I'd love to see him and he's really good at getting you into really good parties. Right. Oh, so, there you go. So, so he's he'd, got the... He'd be like, oh, I've sorted it. Like, we're going to be over here. And the VIP section. Exactly that. Where David Bowie might be. Exactly. He'd be like, do you want to meet David Bowie? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Great. So we're back at the funeral. Everyone's there. So what's it like? What's, what's the vibe? What, what's happening? <laughs> just what's going on? Yes. What's happening? I mean, Is that what, what you say when you arrive at the funeral? Yeah. What's, what's going on what's here? What's happening? Come and everyone's on. like... You fucking did it, Cathy. <laughs> I sort of fantasise sometimes about sort of people singing at my funeral. and um, Like who? Who would you want? Uh, uh, kind of indescript, just like people, Adele, you know, just people with like incredible voices. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know Adele and never met her, but um, she'll probably want to do it. She'll be a little bit like Diana's funeral, you know, Elton does Candle in the Wind. And, oh, yes, yes. In fact, Candle in the Wind might be a good... Um, uh, a song for for me to have at my funeral because I have this sort of running thing that I do on Instagram where I sing "Candle in the Wind" uh, using various uh, filters. So I oh, just sort yeah. of make myself. There's a there's a lot of kind of 3D filters on Instagram these days where you kind of put your face like in an egg or like <laughs> I think there's one where you're a frying pan and there's like you're on like a hob, but your face <laughs> is like in the frying pan. And Fat. I then I'm a face in a frying pan, and I'm going. You lived your life <laughs> like a candle in the wind. And that, uh, I, for some reason, I find it really funny. I don't know why. It's very silly. Um, 
So I think Candle in the Wind would fit with me, actually. Uh-huh. I don't think I've lived my life like a candle in the wind because I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know what it means. No. When Diana passed away, when she died, mm. I was in Ireland making a film and every day the blooming driver had candle in the wind on a loop <laughs> because he thought that was the way to respect yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the what she English wanted. and that's what she would have wanted mm. and it drove us up the fucking wall. Mm, yeah. Is there anyone that you wouldn't want there? You know anyone? There's always somebody that turns up and go, oh, I love Joe. He loved me, Joe. And you're like, oh, God. oh I fucking didn't like yeah. this person at all. Yeah. I mean, there are very irritating people that would definitely claim that we're great pals. Yeah, that's showbiz, isn't it? That is showbiz. Yeah. What do you, maybe you could sort of create like a special VIP area for those people, make them really feel like they're a part of it, and then they realise that they're all the same person, which is people that pretend that we're great friends, even though they haven't got my new number. Yes, so that we we set off a little section in the uh, in the corner. Yeah, and um, it's called VIP, mm. and we shovel the arseholes in there. Yeah. Um, and and they and then they can all mix with each other. Yeah, I wouldn't like any. Um, I wouldn't like Liz Trust there. No, she's so weird, isn't she? I mean, I think she's probably the weirdest person I've ever seen. Yeah, because what what is it? What what, what is she? What, what yeah. is it? I feel, and I feel. And I, I don't know why, but I feel really sorry for her. Well, oh. I do know why, because she completely fucked it. Mm. Like, I, it's, the, it's the most someone's fucked anything. Yeah. I don't feel sorry for her. No? No, not an inch of me. I feel no. sorry for her, no. And no. I mean, I basically ended her career. You did? Like, Single-handedly. I did it. Um, there's a meme going around of a, a, a series of dominoes and the big domino at the end is the complete collapse of the UK government and the little domino is I'm very right wing and I loved it <laughs> and it's my favourite I think thing that's ever come off off the back of anything I've done and uh, you must feel so proud um, I mean, uh, th- that's the first thing I'd say at the pearly gates yes Nan and Gran would be like what have you been up to I was like, I've completely destroyed the government actually yeah yeah. I'd be like oh we're so proud is that why you're here were you killed <laughs> no no oh, shut up I'm just going to speak to our listener if you don't mind now Hello, ever wondered how the fuck someone becomes an undertaker? Well, join me on Six Feet Under, our bonus episodes where I rifle through your stories and chat to our resident undertaker, Rue Callender. Now, after 23 years of doing it, I'm still scared of death, but I'm more scared of grief. Yes. Really terrified of grief. Get involved, whack us an email on death at something else.com. There's no G in something. Yeah, I wouldn't want Liz Truss there, or Rishi. I wouldn't want any of them pretending, you know. Yeah, pretending that they're sad. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, come along. Yeah. You'd be welcome even though you'd done it. Well, excuse me, I just had to blow the old hooter there. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Well, see, I I can't be there, but we often ask people on this. You can't be where? Well, I can't be at your funeral. Why not? Because I'm very, very busy. You don't know what the date is. Well, I'm very... I do know what the date is. We're coming to that later. Oh, shit, yeah, fuck. Um, but I'm very busy, you see. And mm. we do ask people, 
who would you like to write your eulogy, to say your eulogy? And you were very lazy and quite cheeky and said you wanted me to do your eulogy. Do you remember this? Yes, well, I had a little word with myself and um, I did write down a (gasps) a few words and um, and I I phoned them through to Jemima earlier. So this is your eulogy. And I just want to say, before we play it, Anyone listening to this who is hoping to be a guest on this show, you write your own fucking eulogy <laughs> or you get one of your fucking mates to do it. This isn't my job, darling. Um, so there you go. It's only I'm only doing this for Joe Lysette. Joe Lysette. As a national treasurer of us, the little people, he spoke out against this current authoritarian regime and was taken out and shot at the break of dawn. That's dawn, as in dawn French, who was taken out and broken by the fridge that Boris Johnson hid in, being dropped from a great height upon her. As we say farewell to lovely Joe, we remember his wit, his wisdom, and his very childish artworks, whose son would declare genius, but the less sycophantic of us know were just rubbish. <laughs> Goodbye, darling Joe. Enjoy your last travel, man. There's a sarcastic amount of steps there, <laughs> I would say. Well, it's a big empty church, no doubt. Yeah, big empty... <laughs> completely empty church. No one's turned up. Um, I mean, there's lots to take in there. What a, what a lovely thing. I did actually start to feel like I was at my own funeral then. It's a bit weird, isn't it? It is weird, yeah. The but, like, echoey. touched that you, um, you know, you turned up to the, the empty... <laughs> Yeah, great, perfect, thank you. You're welcome. Buried or cremated. I want these jingles to follow me around at all times, actually, if that's okay. Um, well, sort of both, really. Okay. I'd like to be better. I'd like there to be a spot for me. Yeah. But that the ashes go into. I okay. don't want to be under the ground, just in case. Right. You know, just in case I'm not actually dead. I'd like to just get the, get it all incinerated. Uh, but I had this idea and I told I actually told my assistant this to kind of note this down mm. that if I die when I go you know when there's that bit where the, the coffin goes in and then the curtains close yes and they play like whatever it is mm. I'd love that to be the theme tune to the one show because <laughs> I just think it would be so unexpected and so funny <laughs> It would be. Yeah, everyone's like really sad and then it just goes... Like that. I'd love that. So I'd like to be cremated to the theme of the one show, please. Your wish is our command. (laughs) Thank you for that. The will and the wake. But what's happening now you're gone? So what's what's the wake going to be like? We're we're ordering in from a restaurant called Zindir. I've talked about it lots. It's my favourite restaurant. Mm. Oh no, what? There's an amazing restaurant in Bermondsey, mm. which I yeah, it is my favourite restaurant in the world. Okay, and it's called Forty Maltby Street. Right, and I've been there loads. I was there on Saturday. Yeah, and they serve incredible wine mm. and amazing different plates, and it's always different every week depending on what ingredients they got and I've been there so much over the years it's mm. like my happy place and I love taking people there because I've never had anyone go 
Oh, it's not really for me. Everyone goes, fuck, this place is amazing. Right, wow. It's just got a lovely vibe to it. Everyone loves it. They get addicted to it. And mm. So I'd like the wake to be at Maltby Street, uh, take over the restaurant. Yeah. Just everyone eats amazing bread and cheese and little plates and they drink natural wine and everyone just gets fucked. Mm. Love that. And, well, and what's this little plate? shit what do you mean little plate like uh, everything's a sort of starter size I would say and everyone shares a bit you know don't like that I don't want anyone else fingering my cheese thank you (laughs) okay I'm not really into sharing food no right. well I won't invite you to no I'm not really into you just want what you're getting little plates yeah no you want a big plate of one thing of just of me dinner Thanks. Yeah. But I just have me dinner. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's my wake. It is, of course. Sorry. It's not about you. I know. And you wanting your bloody dinner, actually. I know, I'm I know. dead. I know. You Sorry. Bitch. Sorry, Joe. Sorry. Fucking hell, Cathy. Sorry, Joe. I'll have That's a little. So disrespectful. I'll be very happy with a little plate. Yeah. With a little crumb of brie. Mm. Great. That's what you're having. Oh, fuck me. They did a pie. It was a steak pie. Shit the bed, it was good. Really? So good. See, I haven't eaten, I've had no meat in my mouth for 40 years, Joe. Oh, they do like... Oh, yeah. I don't want you there. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is... Now you know... I, 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 people have stopped inviting me to places because mm. I am basically... Oh, no, I can't eat that. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not having that. Yeah. I just want my dinner. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just want my dinner. Yeah, what's that? Can... <laughs> uh, what's that? It's got a nut in it. Is that every <laughs> restaurant you go into? So what would you like? I just want my dinner. <laughs> Can I just have my dinner, yeah. please? This is Nando's. What do you want specifically? <laughs> my dinner, please. <laughs> every restaurant... What sort of music? Because you've already had Adele at the funeral. Mm. So who's going to be giving us some music at the wake? I don't think I wouldn't want music at the wake. Really? Yeah, by that point. Yeah, I'll have some background music. By that point, you want everyone to be enjoying the little plates. Just having a little chat all about you. Yeah, all their lovely memories of how nice I was. Yes, and generous. What a generous, kind person I was. And look, um, here we are, and he's only giving us little plates (laughs) of food. And I want me dinner. (laughs) Well, that all sounds very good. It Mm. all sounds, sounds lovely to me. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Would you like to haunt anybody? 
Oh, that's Oh, nice. that's cheered him up. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly full of beans now. I mean, I've, I'm already haunting most of the Tory MPs, so I don't need to be doing that anyway. Which is fabulous. Thank you. We, we love you for that. Uh, so, who do I think is a prick? Alan Sugar. Alan Sugar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to haunt Alan Sugar. What would you do? Keep turning his telly on and off? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that would get him moaning on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, or just do some sort of low-level transactions on his bank accounts that he yes. doesn't, can't quite explain. I didn't buy 20 pairs of socks. Exactly that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just hack his Amazon account Yeah, he's not looking and just order stuff. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Great. Fuck bastard. <laughs> Silly old twat. <laughs> Let's see if he's available to do the show. <laughs> Marvellous. So, anything you want to leave to anybody or is there anything anything that you're worried about? I think you mentioned laptops earlier. Are you worried about somebody finding something? What do you need to get rid of? Yeah. Well, I think I'm pretty good at clearing my tracks, but laptops, phones, all of that stuff. I've got a real fear of someone hacking my WhatsApp. Why? What's wrong? Well, I'm just constantly slagging everyone off, aren't I? But that's all right, isn't it? Don't well, we if all... it didn't, yeah, but if it came out, I'd, it'd just be awkward, wouldn't it? You know, every message you've ever sent and everyone can go through it and they go, oh, he was slagging me off. But would you really give a shit if you're not here anymore? Oh, yeah, I'm dead. You're dead, so... Oh yeah, fuck it, yeah. And that, maybe, maybe I'll just uh, maybe in the will everyone gets the full download of my WhatsApps. Yeah, and they can know everything. Yeah, that's something quite freeing about that. I think so. I might do it. WhatsApp? Um, are you part of any WhatsApp groups? Oh, too many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think because what I do is with the groups is I then create a breakaway sort of conversation with the people in the groups to slag off the group. Yes. So it'd be nice for then all the people in those groups to see <laughs> how much I've been slagging them, them and their behaviour in the group off. He hated all the groups. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, 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 everyone gets to download. Everyone gets a USB stick mm. at the funeral with all my emails, WhatsApps, Instagram story, uh, Instagram messages, the lot, all the DMs, everything. Yeah. And they can go through it at their leisure and, you know, search the, for their name in there and see what I've said about them. I think that's marvellous. Yeah. So, Mr. Lysette, mm. I've just got one more thing to do. Yeah. We've got the death clock. It's been a pleasure to have you here. Well, it was. I was about to say it's been a pleasure as well, but I don't like the sound of a death clock. Well, the death clock is great, actually. It's quite. It's all empowering. Is uh, it? Would you like to know when you're going to die? I've got me calculator here and me. Do you want me to? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, yeah why not? Yeah, it's just. Well, then I know how to sort of plan round it. Exactly. What are you putting in there? 20th of October, oh. 2082. Oh, shit. Yeah, October's fine. It's not got too bleak by then. It'll probably be an Indian summer, so it'll be warm enough. 2082, so it's 2022 now, so that's 60 years. Very good. Calculate. So I'm 94. Yeah, good innings. Good innings. But it would be exactly 60 years from Liz Truss's resignation. <gasps> 
Dun, dun, dun. See, the goddess Jemima absolutely makes sure that everybody is really happy with, with their death. Dying. <laughs> <laughs> so you've had very good innings because you're shooting me in the back of the head whilst I'm being sucked off by a twink. Yeah. So you're even older. Am I still around then? Well, oh, you're yeah. shooting me in the back of the head. Oh, of course. I'm the one with the gun. Yeah. That's all we've got time for, Joe Lysett. I can't thank you enough. You're uh, such a busy man. Oh, uh, And pleasure. we're absolutely delighted that you came to visit Never us Never too here. busy for death. Never too busy for death. That's what I always say. Oh, what are these, by the way? He's What's going. going on with oh, these? Oh, I He's going. No, goblets. A little he's mini going. goblet. Never been... He's gone. You've been listening to Where There's a Will, There's a Wake with me, Cathy Burke. My producer goddess for this episode is... Jemima Rathbone. Sound and video engineering by Josh Gibbs, Teddy Riley. Production coordinator is Archan Mohalay. Marketing by Abby Brock. Additional production and development from Chris Skinner and Dan Cocker. Original music written and performed by Jonathan Rathbone. The executive producer is Ollie Wilson. 